You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in. Big Bad Morning Show. Jeremy Kahn, Ed Norris. I feel bad. I told Rob yesterday when he left, blow it out his ass. And apparently that's what he's doing today. <laughs> Got the old wow. colonoscopy going on, right? Apparently. Yeah. So, fun times for him. <laughs> it's nothing. I hope he enjoys it. He it's, deserves it's it. It's such a big nothing burger. It is, but the, like, it's the prep, right? Joe, have you, do, you said you've done this, right? No? Who was I talking He's to? He's 30 somebody? years old. Why would he do no, this? No, no, I just talked to somebody. Oh, you know what it was? It was Glenn Clark said he had one when he was 22 oh. or 23. He was telling me the story because that idiot, and I can say that, in a loving way, decided that he was going to take half of the prep and then go to the Chevelle concert and then take the other half of it when he got home. Oh, good idea. Didn't work out. (laughs) Did not work out. Anyway, so, Ed, we had a a, a lot of things going on last night, World Series. I don't know if that thing's going to be wrapping up pretty soon. but I think it wrapping up immediately. Kind of felt like it last night. We'll get to that. Um, Had some college football, NBA. Raiders make some big moves. And a big nothing burger right there, which we'll talk about at 6.30. But how did you spend your day yesterday? I know we had a Halloween party here. Yeah, I was here. I was here like 1.30 in the afternoon. Um, after the show, I just you know, killed some time, ran some errands, bought some food for the party, um, came back and hung out here for a while. That's it. And then went, uh, what the hell did I do? Uh, went home, took a nap, woke up and just... Watch some sports. Watch the World Series. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I got kind of one of those weird ones today. So I'm actually, so yesterday, well, I'll run through it briefly. I had, so I left here, had to get my, go to Life Med, get my shot. Mm-hmm. Um, got my uh, medicals back on my heart. Everything's good. So oh, good. Like, nothing to worry about there, which was great. Uh, I, I talked a little bit about it on the air, but we had a little bit of a scare. Yeah. Um, so got that back. That's fine. And then uh, went to pay my respects as, as best I could to uh, one of my best friends growing up. His wife's mom passed away. And they have one of those families, and, and uh, rest in peace, Cheryl, and, and, and the Warren family. Like, I don't know everybody there, but I've met them at parties, constant Halloween parties. And I, like I was telling uh, my buddy's wife, Amanda, that <laughs> you, you see sometimes families and you're kind of envious of how they are. Do you, did you ever have that when you were growing up? Because like we've had time. Yeah, okay. So we had, we had like... You, you see the relationships. Like, I have a great relationship with my dad. I have a great relationship with my mom. But they divorced early, you know, and uh, separate lives. But, like, you see some people and their families, and you're like, if you want to call it envious, jealous, whatever. I mean, I think, it, depending on the person, it applies. But just to how they are around each other. It's like, it's always loving. It's always laughing. And you're like, is my dad going to hit me? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. But uh, it was just sad. So I went over there, paid my respects. Um you know, had a meeting yesterday and then went to my um, my brother-in-law's uh, uh, for Halloween and handing out candy and going around to their, you know, they had like a little parade for the kids. Mm-hmm. Had a little kid dressed up as Donald Trump come to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years old. 
give me your candy. Yeah, it was it was interesting though, like seeing the kids dressed up. There were a couple of funny ones. You know, there's always that eccentric kid in the neighborhood that picks out a costume, and you're like, how did you come up with that? You know. So we had one little kid uh, dressed up as an old lady. You know, so it's just some fun stuff. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. And then obviously we got back to our house, and my son didn't hand out any candy, so it made us look like jackasses. But now I have a gigantic bowl of candy sitting there so do I. to pick at for the next month. There's like no kids in my building. They're either very small, you know, little like pre-toddlers or toddlers and then adults because it's just not, you know, it's not that kind of place. But yeah. so I, I put out a bowl of candy. I, walk, I walked out to get the mail. As I opened the door, one of my neighbors come in walking the door. She's like, ah, <laughs> caught me. I, she was standing right in front of the door when I opened the door and we just like kind of oh, startled each yeah. other. She caught me. I wanted to read this peanut butter cup. I go, but they're four. <laughs> I just came out to grab one myself. Yeah. See, and well, that was kind of it. The um, I, I do like Halloween. I miss the parts of it with the kids and walking around. But gotta be honest, like sometimes it's the redundancy of it all and going through it. Like my my wife was like, "Hey, can we go over there and take the kids out?" And it's been a while since I take the kids out. Mine mine are older. Right? Yeah, sure. We don't trick or treat anymore. And you go over, you start walking around. It's like, yeah, I miss this. And then it was about a half an hour later. You're like, yeah, I don't miss this. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of do because it, it, it's something because it's tr- it's tradition. It's like everything else. Like there's certain things in a you know in a hectic life that you kind of don't appreciate every day. But when you come to the Halloween and Thanksgiving and even if you don't like them, I'm not a big fan of Christmas. But there's tradition and there's things you do and mm-hmm. you know this kind of that keeps you kind of you know grounded. I think. And I like, I mean, I, I used to, I can't do it now, obviously, I live in the city, but when I lived out in Carroll County, my I great neighbors, we all sit in our driveways, bring out our fire pits from the backyard to the front in the driveway, make fires, sit out in the cold, have, you know, bourbon and cigars and give candy to the kids. Just mm-hmm. have, it was so much fun, even for the adults. I mean, I had a blast. I look forward to it. And that's where we were at yesterday. We were out in Pasadena and like, there were people sitting in their driveways, had the fire. Same thing you're talking yeah. about, like everybody waving high. It just seems like a, a very social thing to do. But the one thing I did miss was these kids are very, very young. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, uh, they've they been out trick-or-treating once before or twice before, whatever, you know, and you start looking at it. So now you have one that's going out for the first time and able to walk up to the door. Yeah. At, like I had little ones walking up to the door that couldn't open their bag and you're like you know, <laughs> handing it out. But I think that's seeing them excited. That's what it's always been about. So, yeah, of course, mind. I make a mistake, and I always, you know, you've seen my costumes. Yeah, they always tend to be frightening. <laughs> so it's not, and then the kids get scared sometimes. <laughs> they got like, no, 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 no. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I'm not going to hurt you. Anyway, but no, it was it was kind of fun last night, and um, just seeing everybody out and about. And now we're getting ready for the weekend. We're middle of the week Set now. The clock's back. Is that this week? Yeah. <sighs> Well, I, I mean, I used to hate that when I played basketball. Hate it now, it doesn't bother me either way. You I go to work bed in the dark now. and talk when you basically <laughs> middle of the afternoon. Do you ever look outside when you're like? I don't know how early you go to bed on some days, but I've been in bed at like seven o'clock on days, like not sleeping, but like mm-hmm. I'm lying there, and then if I get tired, I'll go to sleep. You mm-hmm. know, depending on the night. If it's a Monday night football, then obviously I'm going to stay awake. Or, but um, yeah. So you know, last night's kind of weird. Is you're getting in bed, and there have been times where I look out the window, and I'm like, it's still light out. And it feels weird going to bed when it's light out, you know? So I've, I've always had the shades pulled and everything. My wife loves the natural light, not the beer. I prefer that, the you're actual right. natural light. But uh, that being said, it's just, um, you know, like, <laughs> now going to bed and seeing that it's dark out, it feels a little bit more normal now than it did with the light. Yeah, it is, except I can't. 
lying in bed is so painful for me that I I dread going to sleep because it hurts so much. So I don't get to bed early. I have to be. I wait till I'm literally basically wake myself up for the third time in my chair and then get into bed so I can just fall asleep. See, mine's a blessing and a curse because when I go back there, that's. I hate saying it's my comfort area, but like I go home and I just become that home. You're not getting me out of the house. I walk in the front door and it's almost like someone drapes me and ties me up. Like, yep, you're staying here the rest of the night. So, like, usually when I go back in my room, that's where I watch all the games. Mm -hmm. Um, I even eat dinner in my bedroom. Uh, Do you really? uh, Most of the time, because my wife, uh, you know, when she's working at nights, a lot of times I'm just by myself. So, um, yeah, I'll go back in my room and I'll watch TV. I've got all my channels saved. I got everything set up back there. It's me and my dog. And we keep our dog separate because of, you know, the. they start once we moved. They didn't get along as much, mm-hmm. and they're they're pit mixes. So it's like it's terrifying if they ever get into it. Yeah, like ninety nine percent of the time they're fine. One percent will scare the hell out of you. But you know we um we keep them separate. So I stay back with my with my lady girl, my la- my lady girl. Anyway, <laughs> we are going to talk some sports, guys. A uh, big night last night. We had the World Series. We had the trade deadline, which I, I can't wait to take a shot at one team. I just God forbid what they're doing. Just see, it's just awful. You upset? You happy? You a little bit uh, perturbed? Maybe that the Ravens didn't make a move, but the asking price seemed pretty high. They were gonna. Yeah, it sounded like Josh Jacobs wanted to be here. It sounded like they wanted him here. Mm-hmm. The Raiders just wanted too much, so we'll, we'll touch on that at six thirty. But up next, we'll talk about the World Series. Four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. If you want to join the program, right here on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And here's a drive high into the air, deep into left field. Guriel going back to the wall. He leaps, and it is gone. A home run for Marcus Simeon. It's a three-run shot, and the Rangers are in double figures at 10 to nothing. That's courtesy of the Rangers Radio Network, and couple of things to fill you in on. Adelise Garcia out for the remainder of the World Series with the oblique injury. Max Scherzer out as well. Um, it may only be one more game. That's tonight. Uh, what were your thoughts, Ed, watching that? Because the fireworks started in the top of the second, really. Um, looked like, uh, you know, both pitchers kind of working through the first inning. 
and then all of a sudden you blinked and you're like, there was two outs. I think, I think John Smoltz said, yeah, John Smoltz said at one point all ten runs came with two outs that they scored. Did you? It was unbelievable. Yeah, it, it was just. Well, they always say two out base hits win World Series, and that's what happened last night. I, I just, I also don't know. Why they insist on pitching to Corey Seager? I was just going to say the same damn thing. So I mean, seriously, why? So you go through the lineup the first time, mm-hmm. and you come back around, and that's when, by the way, Semyon hits the home run, mm-hmm. or hits a triple, excuse me. Uh, and he So now it's three to nothing, and you have Corey Seager, and you have first base open with two outs. Yes. Why wouldn't I just walk Corey Seager? I know it's early, but I'm not going to let that cat beat me. I, I, as you said, two outs, first base open. Most dangerous hitter on the team is it? Why are you doing this? Yeah, I used to get mad at players on teams that would steal bases to set up second and third with a better hitter behind them because they're more apt to walk him when it's second and third and the right, first yeah. bases. I was like, stay on that base. I don't care. Let him. <laughs> I want him to get his at bat. You know, and yeah. Corey Seager's just been on another one. We, we've talked about. It. He's been the best player in baseball, not named Shohei Otani. So I just I I mean I I don't care. I want the Rangers to win, but it's like. I'm sitting there, like, how stupid are you guys? Like, why would you do that? And it happened. Like, first base is open. There were two out. Oh, well, good for you. (laughs) He just pasted it. It's just unreal. And then last night, too, um, I don't know your thoughts on it. Like, I, Miguel Castro, seeing him come in, he's the one that gave it up early after they took uh, Manta play out. Um, And we knew that it was going to be more of a bullpen game. I mean, it's exactly what they did in. Game four of the um, uh, the NLCS against the Phillies and you know Arizona. So now we revert back to who has the better pitching? Can Arizona get back in this series? Of course they can, but you're fighting the road warriors. The Rangers still haven't lost the road game. I know, and they should be favored tonight, or at least it should be close to a pick'em. I didn't look at the numbers just yet. So I how do you feel about? It? You think it ends tonight? I think they wrap it up tonight, unless they want to take it home and lose on purpose. <laughs> just like I just I said this yesterday. I was talking on the. During the the one party there, I, I, Ken Wine was in early. We chat a bit. He's like, "I think it goes seven. I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't think so." And I said, "Rangers win early." He's like, yeah. "So we're just chatting about baseball." He he takes things the Rangers taking too, but yeah, it's uh as I look at it tonight here, I was pulling up the numbers real quick so we could uh, touch on this. Um, yeah, so Arizona's it's virtually a pick'em. By, by the way, I've never seen this where it's like minus 120 on both sides. Usually it's like minus 110. Um, it'll be uh, eight and a half is the total. Last game in Arizona before they head back to Texas unless Arizona uh, finds a way to lose this tonight and then Texas goes back home for the parade. Yeah. Um, now, is there anything, like, did you have any issues with yesterday's game? Because it kind of got out of hand early to where Very it's really, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to criticize somebody when it's just like the floodgates open. What do it you do? It was 10 nothing in the third inning. The only thing I was really yeah. critical of is not walking Corey Seager there. And I, by the way, I do this all the time. I said it before the at-bat. I didn't say it after he hit the home run, um, which I think a lot of people do. But, you know, this had the potential, um, at least Arizona, like kind of falling off. They just ran into, again, the Road Warriors with Texas. The best offensive team in baseball. That's who they are. And that's what you got. But like I just I kind of give the only observation I will make is I felt bad for the broadcast crew because the game was so out of hand already. By the third inning, they're saying, "Well, the good news is there's a lot of baseball to play, so you can make up ground." I'm like, "Get out of here! Yeah. It's ten nothing." Yeah, Toledo <laughs> Buffalo was more interesting last night. Ridiculous. I, and again, with the World Series, like 
I had the over, so I was happy. It was you know you get it over with and you win your bet. But like I wanted to watch the game, and there I was in the seventh inning, sitting there going, "Why am I still up? What the hell is going on?" Watching some other stuff, flipping back and forth between the NBA and whatnot. But um, you know, like I, I look at the way that that things set up, and I, I probably should pull up my algorithm here to see what it says about the pitching matchup tonight. But I, I just think that. You know, like Texas, again, when you go back at it and you sit here and you say they haven't lost on the road. I'm not a big trend guy because trends can be broken for any reason. And most of the time people give it to you over a period of years and things. This is something that's happened this year. They've gone on the road and now it makes you wonder, has their confidence built outside of so last night would have been the eighth time. So what is it? Eight out of 10 road games now or eight out of 10 of their wins that they've scored first. So, Tip, maybe it is something about setting the tone. They talked about uh, two nights ago when Max Scherzer got a three-run lead. It's like he's a different pitcher when he knows he has a lead. He just kind of barrels down, and he's just going at you. Um, So, yeah, I I do think that it kind of sucks that baseball could be over this evening. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Arizona won, though. No, me either. With all that being said, I I mean, it is a pick-em game, and you have two decent pitchers going. But Zach Gowan in the postseason hasn't looked like Zach Gowan, even though, according to my algorithm, he grades out better today. So maybe that has a lot to do with Garcia being out of the lineup, too. Let's not forget, like, (laughs) you got to feel very fortunate that you miss your – the guys hit – who is it? It's either Seager now or or Garcia's hit the most home runs in the postseason for him. But those are the two most important hitters, right? Those are the two guys we talked about and how Mm -hmm. they've, they've changed the game. So now you got to send Gar- Garcia goes out. So you're like, all right, we're going to put Travis Jankowski in the game. And what's he do? Two base hits, his first two at bats, um, including uh, the one that scores the. Well, he gets up there to help uh, set up the, the first runs that get scored off of Semyon's bats, uh, off of his bat. And then, of course, the, the wild pitch that happened early. But do you, um, do you take any comfort in the fact that the Rangers are just have rolled through everybody with the Orioles? Because I, I, I kind of do, where. I, I look at it like because a lot of people pointed to say, well, they're a hundred one win team, but they're young, and when the lights were bright, they just caved. I was like, nah, that's not what happened. These guys wrote, they ran through everybody. Yeah, everybody. All the, I mean, all the top teams. Yeah, and you know, like I heard Mookie Betts talking about Arizona and how good they looked, but it, the Dodgers looked terrible in the postseason. You know, they're two best hitters yeah. in the hit. And you look at the Orioles; they're, you know, you, you were expecting Grayson Rodriguez to come out in Game Two and be dominant, and it wasn't that. And that's after you lost Game One in a heartbreaker. So, yeah, I mean, they kind of like set the tone against the Rays and then just carried it without the bullpen was better than advertised. I don't think they're very good. I just think, you know, everybody's kind of feeding off of each other. Like Aroldis Chapman in in about five different games in the postseason could have lost any one of those games and got the right contact and got out of it. Uh, just to let you know, Corbin Carroll grades out as the best hitter tonight. Corey Seager, Marcus Semi, and Christian Walker. So it's those are the top of the list, and there's no surprises there. It's just all the big power hitters yeah. uh, for those teams. But I figured I'd throw it out. Yeah. So eight and a half is the total tonight. You think Texas closes it out? Yes. If push came to shove here, I mm, I don't like going against Texas when they won all these damn road games, man. It's just been like I, every single game you're watching. You're like, oh, I hate this matchup for him. And in here, all of a sudden, it's like, there's a three spot. There's a four spot. There's, We shall see. I would probably tell you to take Arizona tonight, and I may be on the under. I haven't made my mind up yet about this game in specific. Yeah, but this, this is what I'd be like, they kind of they do. They can't possibly lose another one at home. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the Ravens trade, uh, trade deadline, or lack thereof, 
Um, didn't get anything done. Apparently, they were in on quite a few things, and it just didn't come to fruition. So we're going to take some phone calls at 645, but coming up next, we'll break it down for you. Tell us our thoughts. Are we disappointed? That's coming up next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. Big Bad Morning Show. Jeremy Conrad Norris here with you. Rob Long's off today. Breaking it down, talking about the trade deadline or the lack thereof. Um, Ed, your overall thought on the Ravens not making a big move. Upset. Fan base seems like they were pretty upset. I saw people going after each other on social media talking about, oh, they had to make a move. They have to do this. I mean, they're in first place. They're one of the top teams. It would have been nice to make some sort of addition, but they didn't. You have a problem with it? No. Because it's not like for lack of trying. It's, you know, there's plenty of information out there. They tried to make moves with Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs. And the owner of the Titans shot it down. And apparently the Raiders were asking too much. So, I mean, I don't want DaCosta to give the store away. Yeah. You know. Well, goes Keep back- in mind, Derrick Henry's going to be a 30-year-old running back, for one, in the first trade. And the second one, yeah, I like I like Jacobs a lot. But... You know, you got to be smart. You got to be prudent. He's the steward. He's got to be, you know, judicious with the the assets we have. What do they want for him? And running backs, I hate to, you know, say it, but if you're going to rank them by value on a team, they're below most everybody else. Wouldn't we sit here and say, though, too, like when we talked about the Orioles, people were up in arms that they didn't make a move, but we had mentioned the fact that people were asking for ridiculous everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about getting a. They want Jackson Holiday. Yeah. For no. a, a middling pitcher yeah, or no. this or that. Like, whatever. It, it's. So asking for a second round pick for a running back that you don't even want to pay seems like ridiculous to me. I know you can ask for whatever you want, they didn't budge. They wake up this morning, they fired their coach and their GM, yeah. or they didn't go to bed last night. We woke up this morning and they were fired. Um, and now Antonio Pierce is the uh, interim head coach for the the Raiders. I Look, I've screamed about Josh McDaniels for years. I think he's one of the worst coaches in football, mm-hmm. and I don't know how he keeps getting jobs. Um, but it's also, how is he, like, I mean, I, I agree with that. He's a terrible coach. But you look at how he was allowed to continue. I mean, he didn't get much shit. Was his first year, second year? Yeah, second. Second. Um, so you, you look at this team, isn't he an offensive guru? Yes. Thir- 
They're 31st in the league in yards per game. His biggest problem is his ego. and how, like He thinks he's Bill Belichick when he's talking to his players, and he's not. Right. I'm not telling you he doesn't know football, okay? My problem is, is that when he comes in, like when he went to Denver, give me Tim Tebow, I'll turn him into a winner. Yeah. And then now, like this year afterwards, they move on from Derek Carr, which I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. It pissed off your star receiver that you just traded for, and he wants out. Um, so you make that move, and then now you're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take Jimmy G. And all he has done has just been, because he had him in New England, he, he's just been a manager of the game. He's Derek Carr. Hey, to me. I don't even think he's Derek Carr. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I just can't. I, like, when I watch some of these guys and how they, they interact with their players, and he comes in as this know-it-all. It's, it's amazing to me the, the ego that some of these guys come in with. Like, Mike McDaniel is one of the smartest guys in the league, period. And you see how he interacts with his players. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like Josh McDaniels wants nothing to do with him. Like, hey, he's a young guy, and he's trying to establish, like, hey, I'm, I'm a vet. I've done this. I've won here. I've done mm-hmm. – Okay. And I'm not in the locker room. I just, like you hear what the players said. Like, hear what Darren Waller said about him when he left. Yeah. Like, they, they don't like him. And I'm not saying they. It's one thing if your players don't like you if you're winning, but if they don't like you and you're losing, you're gonna be out of there soon. Yeah, Belichick's no day at the beach. No, but he's won a lot of Super Bowls. Yeah, so I mean, he's going to get that pass more times than not. So um, when we look at the Ravens not doing anything, um, I mean, what so. We see that there were rumors about the Steelers making a move. Nobody in the division really made a blockbuster move. Um, so I still think you're in the same position, but people felt like they needed maybe that running back to put them over the top. And I think a lot of it stems from what if there's another injury? Yeah. I, yes, but my problem is, okay, so you say so you picked up one of those two running backs. First of all, Derrick Henry, he needs a lot of carries because he gets rolling like a train. The more he plays, the better he gets in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, he look was, at his numbers in December, too. Like the yeah. longer. But even look, look at when he plays against. I, mean, I don't focus when he plays against the Ravens, but he'll be okay, okay, okay. And then every time, and then there's a 53 yard run, he breaks off in the third or fourth quarter. This is how he plays. So you're not going to platoon him. Yeah. So you pick up one of these two, you know, running backs. What happens to Gus Edwards, who's been nothing but good for you, does everything well. He could start for anybody in this league, and now you're going to bench him. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to become your goal line back if you got Derrick Henry. No. So. Well, I, I get it. Like, and I, again, I'm fine with them not making a move. If the asking price was a second round pick for a running back, then no, I'm not in on it. And and again, I'm one of those guys too that would have rather if you made the move for the running back. I was all for that, giving up a draft pick, not a high one, um, to go get a back. But I'm not paying either one of those guys afterwards either. So whatever you're giving up, in essence, for me would have been a rental. I don't know if it would have been that way for them if they would have paid Josh Jacobs. Again, I don't I don't know what these running backs feel like they're worth at this point. There were rumors about Saquon Barkley possibly getting traded. And then we had whatever the hell it was that the Bears were doing. Just easily one of the dumbest moves in the NFL I've ever seen. For a team that has two wins, you need help with a pass rusher. Mm -hmm. You trade for an expiring contract and give up a valuable pick, which, by the way, you have a good... (laughs) They're elite picks. Like this, giving up a second-round pick when you're the Bears is like giving up a first-round pick. Second first-round pick, yes. (laughs) That's right. So... So they're going to get the 33rd pick, essentially. And I don't care if they sign Montez Sweat and keep him. Like, you could have done that in the offseason. Mm-hmm. It would have been a risk. You're going to have to overpay him, but I would have and rather Montez Sweat has never really fulfilled his potential. He may become an elite pass rusher. Right now, he's good. Yeah. He's not Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa. Like, he's not one of those guys. And and we see Chase Young go to the 49ers for a third-round mm-hmm. pick. So, 
We'll see if they can't uh, tap that resource. That, what about what do you think about Donovan Peoples Jones? Well, I I like him as a receiver. It's interesting because he went to Miami, right? And, My, Lions. Oh, Lions. Excuse me, because uh, the Miami had traded for um, who was it? Chosen was it Robbie Anderson, and then released him, and then they made the move for uh, Chase Claypool. Um, but now seeing Detroit get him, I, I feel like they need a bigger receiver to go along with. You know, I'm what Ross St. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Because you got Khalif Raymond, who is underside. Josh mm. Reynolds has decent size, and then who's the other? You got Matt Laporta, who's kind of coming on as a tight end. He looks like, good. Looks really good. Really good. Putting up numbers. Most tight ends don't do that in their rookie. Yeah, game. you're right. That's that's position a little longer to develop because you got to be you got to learn line play and receiver play. So it takes him a little longer. He's he's stepped right in. But I, I thought that was a good move for them because a little receiver depth when you ha- you have a good passing game already. I thought it was a good move. Were you su- surprised that Washington was selling? Selling off all these pass rushers? Uh, not really. A new ownership. I think they want to rebuild the team. So you got you can't pay everybody. Mm-hmm. And they got th- That line's expensive. I just think you pass rushers of, are hard to find. They man. are hard to find. But again, I don't think Sweat really, you know, he, he's good, but he's not great yet. He may become. I, I like him a lot. I so. do too. But, I like um, to have him here. Well, you know, the other thing too, like just looking at yesterday's trade deadline is uh, you know, most years the NFL's anticlimactic uh, coming down. In the past couple of years, it's been a lot of fun. But so many rumors out there, and even the one of um, the trade that went through or like happened, and they didn't get into the league office in time. How would you like to be a player on a team? The trade deadline's passed. Like, oh, I'm here. Oh, they did trade me. Yeah, and now I'm here. <laughs> not not a great look for the NFL. But um, all right, a couple different things I wanna I wanna bring up here. We wanna hear from you. Are you upset that the Ravens didn't make a move? Did you feel like they should have given up a second-round pick to get a Josh Jacobs? Or was there another more pressing position that you feel like you needed a player at? Give us a call, 410-583-1057. We take your phone calls next right here on The Fan. All right, welcome back. Big Bad Morning Show. Jeremy Conrad Norris, Rob Long is off today. And we are going to take you all the way up until 10 o'clock. Get ready for Vinny and Haney. Of course, um, we were talking about the NFL trade deadline, and the Ravens didn't make any moves this year. We're in on a lot of different things. The rumor was they had a deal done for Derrick Henry, nixed by the Titans. Um, then they were on the phone with the Raiders. And, I mean, there are all kinds of rumors out there saying that Josh Jacobs wanted to come here. They wanted him here. Raiders wanted a second-round pick. They weren't willing to budge. And if that was the case, if this is all factual, Ed, hats off to the Ravens. I'm not giving up a second-round pick for a potential running back rental. I'm not either. Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what we said in the last break, like, I'd love to have Josh Jacobs, one of my favorite players in the league. He'd fit right in here and fit with the you know this offense. It'd be great, but there's complications. Like you really want to give him a second round pick? Yeah, that's a very valuable pick. Um, so why would you do that? And then again, I've, I have this strange loyalty to Gus Edwards. Like I feel like I as as Russ Tucker said, he is the most criminally underrated running back in the league. No one talks about him. He averages five yards a carry. He does everything right. He he falls forward every time you give him the ball. I mean, but can you wear him out? Does he have enough help behind him? I mean, or like you know, I, I think these are legitimate questions. But yeah, but I mean, you talk about can you wear him out? There's nobody was more questioning that than um, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. He's going to be 30 years old. He has like a thousand carries. <laughs> it's like they wear him to death. Yeah, at the end of the at the end of his career, he's he's definitely going to look like he's been road hard. He's going to be Earl Campbell, I'm afraid. You know, he's walking with a cane or something. I mean, they really, really work him hard. So I just don't know how much he's got left. 
Let's go out to the phone lines. Want to hear from you, 410-583-1057. Your thoughts on the Ravens uh, not making any moves at the trade deadline. We bring in Rashawn in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. All right, man. All right. Hey, man, I'm cool with them not making no moves. Um, with the Josh Jacobs thing, if maybe they would have accepted a third round of pick. I would have been cool with that. But um, And also with the Chase Young thing, man, I think we should have went after Chase Young. They gave him up for a third rounder. And I know he's coming into a contract here, and uh, what else have to go? Uh, you know, possibly resign Queen. But I mean, wouldn't y'all rather have a Chase Young over a Queen? Well, um, yeah, I think you'd rather. Like, if we're looking at positions, yes, uh, the pass rusher over the linebacker, of course. Um, I don't. Chase Young hasn't lived up to expectations. I don't yet. know, man. And Patrick Queen, he's on that. Yeah. I feel like they did it out of spite. You know, they they traded them to the 49ers, and the commanders know that's the only team basically that can that can basically challenge the Cowboys this year. So I mean, 49ers oh, they, definitely got better. They tried. Oh. They tried to get after you guys. That's what they did it for to get it to. <laughs> hey, you know what? They very well might have. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like I would do that if I was if I were the Eagles or the Giants or anybody. I would definitely try to you know, hurt the Cowboys. Yeah, Rashawn, you should be more worried about this weekend with the Eagles, right? And the Cowboys Eagles this weekend. Should be a good one. Let's go to Bobby, who's in Ocean City. Bobby, you're on the fan. Yes, sir. Love your show. Listen every morning. Thanks, man. Thanks, I appreciate man. it. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I don't think we should have got rid of a second-round pick. I'm happy we tried, and, and that means a lot, but definitely not giving up a second-round pick. And my only concern is maybe the depth in the secondary if somebody were to get injured. And I think I think that's a very fair one, and I appreciate the phone call. that I, the, the big concern over – and we've seen it happen before here, where the entire running back room goes down. But you lose one of the guys, even if even if that guy ends up being Justice Hill. I mean, do you want to try it out Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Drake? Or, or are we waiting on Keaton Mitchell's uh, mm-hmm. hamstring to get better? Do we think he can be in, um, a guy that can contribute, you know, whatever, six to eight carries a game, maybe more? Uh, that, that's something to consider. But, like, I just can't – I can't keep overpaying for running backs when the rest of the league's not. I don't – I'm okay zigging when the rest of the league is zagging, you know, or whatever, vice versa, however you want to look at it. But I, I just can't come out and sit here and go, yeah, I'll pay a running back or I'm going to go give up a draft pick. People were killing them for taking J.K. with a second-round pick, and you get him for five years, and you want to give up a second-round pick for a running back this year? I, I don't I just – I'm not feeling it. Jeff, Jeff Zrebeck did say that the, – the exact tweet is, I don't spend time debunking reports, but that one was not accurate. The Ravens were not against trading a second rounder in the right situation. I, but I think that were, wasn't the right situation. But they didn't right. to say that they didn't, they weren't going to do that is wrong. Well, for a they, running back, they wouldn't do it. That's not the right situation. Yeah, he said that one was not. They had no problem sending a second round pick for something somewhere, but it wasn't that. Yeah, I, I just think it's the position. I don't think it's yeah. and and also the contract of the player. If it was young pass rusher, absolutely. Well, no, they could have got him for a third. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a different, a young pass. Got him. Thanks. But, you know, like, Ed, so as if you're if you're grading these teams, it's really tough around the trade deadline because I think some of the teams deserve, a, a, you know, a, a, a good grade for not doing anything, for not falling. Like, what the Bears did was one of the most egregious things I've ever seen. And I'm still looking at some of these other teams that are moving pieces off. It just... It's odd to see teams in the NFC just kind of giving up, like Washington and the Giants. And maybe you're saying they're not giving up, but Washington just traded the two starting pass rushers. So um, with that conference being wide open, but understanding, I, I like the fact if a team's going to look in the mirror and say, hey, we're okay. We're not great. What are we going to do if we get in the postseason? We're trying to build something here. Yeah. I'm all for that. And sometimes you don't tell your fan base that, but I have no idea what Chicago's doing. Um, 
I thought Seattle got better. We'll see uh, what Leonard looks like this will uh, this weekend after they made their trade with the Giants. Um, but to me, there wasn't anything that I went, oh, my God. I mean, Josh Dobbs went to the Vikings. The Vikings went. Did you see what happened with them with their odds? They went from like uh, whatever it was, 100 to 1 to 100 to 1 after they traded for Josh Dobbs. <laughs> did they really? Their odds He's not starting change. this week. Yeah. They're still starting uh, the, Jaron. What's his face? Right? Yeah, Hall, the kid yeah. from BYU. He just Jaron said he can start if he can get a couple of babysitters. So he's got somebody to watch the kids. Um, but he'll be able to play. Yeah, you know, like I, I just feel like we make so much of this now that fans get so upset when you don't do anything. And we don't know if it's the right answer, but I just remember going back to what the Orioles did at the trade deadline, and I go, I wouldn't have given up what the rumors were of what teams were asking for. I wouldn't have given that up. But at the end of the season, when it turns out that you lose your first playoff series and you don't move on and then people are going to go, well, you didn't make the right additions. I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that. It's just what happened. One team's going to win. Uh, I wouldn't have made those moves either. The The Orioles were like ahead of where they're supposed to be. Um, so I'm definitely not moving those pieces for rentals here or there. Uh, but ultimately, they're going to get to some point in the season or some point in the near future where they may end up doing that. But I don't blame the Ravens for not moving draft picks. And, and Joe, I totally understand not like if, if someone was going to call with whatever, uh, let's use uh, Sweat. And the Ravens, I, I think the Ravens would have thought about a second round pick for him. I, I, I think that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's, if you're going to consider signing him too, that's the other part. I don't want to sign one of the running backs. That's why I'm saying I don't want to give up a second round pick yeah. to trade for a running back and then sign him. Like to me, then you're giving up way more than you should. It goes yeah. back to what the Bears well, just did. Well, particularly with Derrick Henry because of his age. Like, you, okay, you signed. He's a free agent at the end of the year. But I don't think you'd have to give up that much to get him, right? But, but what do you do with him? How long do you sign him? I don't. So you just have rental so you yeah. for the year? I mean, if you want you to sign- restructure that deal, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the big sticking point because the Ravens don't have really have a lot of cap space to do anything. Yeah, I mean, he would have like had. That. That's why that would have had to have worked. And yeah, why we knew it wasn't going to go. And down a guy and a guy like that, you know, like the team's probably going to be like, if you go there, like we can send you there, but you're probably going to have to take a pay cut, and he probably doesn't want to do that. Well, I mean, to each their own when it comes down to it. And what, what's more important to you, winning money? I don't have a problem if, if you tell me money's more important to you. I mean, yeah, that's, it's just how it is. It's your job. Yeah. All right. Um, we, we're coming up on hour number two and lots of cool stuff. We're going to get in the NHL. I'm going to throw some questions Ed's way. We'll talk a little bit more about Josh Jacobs. But up next, it's the world of stupid. All right. Yay. And in the world of stupid, <laughs> got some fun stories for you. How about your, um, your boyfriend inherits $30 million after uh, someone in the family dies? What do you do then? Should you then poison him and try to get the money yourself? I don't know. I don't know if that's the right move, but that was the move somebody chose. Decided to try to kill him. Also, we're going to talk about, um, there was a there was an interesting story. At, so I follow all these things on Twitter um, where it's like uh, stories of serial killers. Yeah. And story, like all these horrific stories, accidents, anomalies that happened. I have one of the craziest stories that happened to someone that went skydiving that fell 14,000 feet and survived because of one of the weirdest things that happened. So I, I can't wait to tell people this story. It's a true story. We'll get into it. It's coming up next in the World of Stupid. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.